turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. God mourns when we sin. God mourns when we go astray. God mourns when we rebel against Him, against His Word. God mourns when we are unrepentant. We don't turn back to Him for forgiveness. He laments over our stubbornness. He laments over our hardness of heart. God loves the world. When someone you meet speaks another language, there's a barrier there that prevents you from communicating in a real way that goes to a heart level. It can be frustrating because you'd really like to know them on a deeper level. But the simple difference of speaking a foreign language hinders that relationship. Today, Pastor Dan helps you realize that when you have a hard heart toward God, there's a disconnect. That hardness of heart is a canyon separating you from God. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel chapter 2 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. says, as for them, whether they hear, or whether they refuse, for they are a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet has been among them. I'm sending you to them, Ezekiel. I want you to declare my word to them, whether they hear you and receive it, or whether they refuse because they're a rebellious house, yet they will know that a prophet has been among them. Ezekiel, you don't have to worry about the results. You just declare my word to them. You be faithful to declare my word. Don't worry about whether they receive it or refuse it. You just be faithful to declare my word. And they will know that a prophet has been among them declaring God's word to them. They can't plead ignorance. They can't say, God, you you never told us. God, you never warned us about them. God sent prophets to them like Ezekiel. So that they will be without excuse. Look at verse 6. And you, son of man, do not be afraid of them, nor be afraid of their words. Though briars and thorns are with you, and you dwell among scorpions, do not be afraid of their words or dismayed by their looks, though they are a rebellious house. I mean, talk about a tough crowd. God describes the children of Israel as briars, thorns, And scorpions. That sounds pretty unpleasant, doesn't it? This is who I'm sending you to, Ezekiel. Briars, thorns, and scorpions. You know, in the New Testament, Jesus said to his disciples, I send you out as sheep among wolves. 
Wait, wait, don't you mean wolves among sheep? No. Sheep among wolves. Ezekiel was sent to briars, thorns, and scorpions. And that's why God says, don't be afraid, Ezekiel. Don't be afraid. Notice what he says. Don't be afraid of their words. Don't be dismayed by their looks. (laughs) You may not know this, but uh, when you're preaching to an audience, uh, you can read the audience by the expression on their faces. You can tell if an audience is is into it, if they're listening, if they're following along, uh, or if they're they're kind of tuning you out, or if you're losing the audience. Uh, you can tell if you're offending an audience by the look on their face and by the way they're looking at you. You can tell when you offend an audience by the way they glare at you. And here, God says to Ezekiel, don't be afraid of their words or how they look at you while you're preaching my word to them. Don't, don't let that intimidate you. Now watch what God says here in verse 7. You shall speak my words to them, whether they hear or whether they refuse, for they are rebellious. But you, son of man, hear what I say to you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. God says to Ezekiel, you don't be rebellious like them. How? You don't be rebellious by changing the word of God because you know that it is offending them. You don't be rebellious by changing my word. Ezekiel facing an audience like that, you know, briars, thorns and scorpions. Ezekiel might be tempted to edit the message or water it down or leave out some parts to make it less offensive to the audience. God says that would be rebellion. That would be rebellion, Ezekiel. You know, over in the New Testament, uh, the Apostle Paul says to Timothy, In 2 Timothy chapter 4, now Timothy was a pastor, a young pastor. Uh, He pastored the church in Ephesus, for example. And he says to Timothy, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. So this is pretty serious. Preach the word. Be ready in season, out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things. Here Paul says to Timothy, Preach the word. Preach the word. He says in season, out of season, whether it's popular or whether it's not, whether they receive it or whether they refuse it. You just be faithful, Timothy, to preach the word, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. And Paul says, for the time will come when people will no longer endure sound doctrine. I think you could say today the time has come. When people will no longer endure sound doctrine. 
but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. In other words, uh, they're, they're going to heap, they're going to raise up teachers for themselves that tell them what they want to hear, you know, that fit their own desires instead of what they need to hear. And here the Lord God tells Ezekiel, don't, don't change my word. Don't change the message. Don't water it down. Don't leave out parts of the word. Don't avoid what I say. Don't avoid passages of scripture because they might offend people. That is a form of rebellion. And there is within large segments of the church, there are whole movements within the church, whole groups within the church that are changing the word, tailoring the message, watering it down, uh, trying to present it in a way that is less offensive or avoiding passages of Scripture so not to offend the person coming in in the audience. God says to Ezekiel, that's rebellion. That is rebellion. The servant of God must be faithful, a faithful steward of God's word. And to proclaim God's word faithfully. Verse 8 says, but you, son of man, hear what I say to you. Do not be rebellious like that rebellious house. Open your mouth and eat what I give you. Now, when I looked, there was a hand stretched out to me. And behold, a scroll of a book was in it. And then he spread out, spread it out before me. And there was writing on the inside and on the outside. And written on it were lamentations and mourning. And woes, the the scroll of the prophecy that Ezekiel was to deliver to the people of Israel was spread out before Ezekiel so that he could see the extent and nature of the contents of the prophecy. We're told that it had writing uh, within and without or on both sides of the scroll. Usually scrolls were written on just one side of the scroll, but God had a lot to say to Israel. About the rebellion. And so he wrote on both sides of the scroll. And notice the content of the prophecy. Notice what it says. It's lamentations. And mourning. And woes. This is what God has to say to Israel. About the rebellion. It's lamentation. Lamentations, mourning and woes. It's not anger. The prophecy to the people of Israel in the rebellion It's not just God writing down everything he's angry about that they've done. It's lamentations. It's mourning. It's woes. God mourns for them. God mourns when we sin. God mourns when we go astray. God mourns when we rebel against him. Against his word. God mourns when we are unrepentant. And we don't turn back to him for forgiveness. He laments over our stubbornness. He laments over our hardness of heart. God loves the world. He gave his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for the world. Remember when Jesus lamented over Jerusalem saying how I wanted to gather you to myself Like a mother hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you weren't willing. You wouldn't let me. That's God's heart for sinners. God's not angry. He laments. He mourns. He's saddened. 
He desires to forgive us. He desires to set us free. He desires to be reconciled with us. John chapter 3 verse 17. Jesus said God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. But that the world through him might be saved. Jesus didn't come to condemn people. He came to save people. I think sometimes non-believers, they have this idea that Jesus came to condemn. No, he came to save. He came to forgive. He came to set people free from the bondage of sin. He came to take guilt. He came to take shame. He came to reconcile us back to the Father. He came to give us eternal life. Not condemn. Not judge but to save. This is the Old Testament, right? And here in this prophecy, it's full of lamentations. It's full of mourning. It's full of, of, of woes. Woes, by the way, because rebellion has consequences. You know, this, this is the Father's heart for His people. Mourning over their decisions. Warning them of the consequences and the hope that they will turn back to him. That's his heart. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. So now chapter 3, verse 1. Moreover, he said to me, Son of man, eat what you find. Eat this scroll and go speak to the house of Israel. I like that. Eat and go. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat that scroll. And he said to me, Son of man, feed your belly and fill your stomach with this scroll that I give you. So I ate and it was in my mouth like honey. In sweetness, then he said to me, son of man, go to the house of Israel and speak with my words to them. Now, before Ezekiel could give the word of God, he must feed on the word of God. That's what it means to eat the scroll. It means to 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 feed on it, to assimilate it, to make it part of you. Eat the scroll, Ezekiel, then go proclaim what it says. And Ezekiel ate the scroll. And it says it was like honey in sweetness. It was sweet to his taste. Right over in the Psalms and Psalm 119 uh, verse 103. How sweet are your words to my taste. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. Is the word of God sweet to you? Is it like honey? You just enjoy it. You enjoy feeding on it. Enjoy consuming it. I hope so. For Ezekiel, the word of God, even though it was. Uh, a lamentation, it was mourning, it was full of woe. It's still the word of God. And for Ezekiel, it had a sweetness to it in his mouth like honey. Look at verse five. 
Look what he says here. He says, for you are not sent to a people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language, but to the house of Israel. Not to many people of unfamiliar speech and of hard language whose words you cannot understand. Surely had I sent you to them, they would have listened to you. But the house of Israel, they will not listen to you because they will not listen to me. They're not rejecting you, Ezekiel. They're rejecting me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard hearted. God says to Ezekiel, had I sent you to a foreign people who speak a different language, a hard language for you to understand, you know, that didn't understand Ezekiel and Ezekiel wouldn't understand them. God says they would have heeded your message before the people of Israel do. In other words, a language barrier is easier to overcome than a stubborn heart. You can overcome differences in language. It's hard to overcome a stubborn heart that just refuses to turn. And this comparison here, it shows that the people of Israel were more hard hearted than their heathen neighbors who worshipped other gods and spoke a different language. Right. Those people would have been more receptive to the word of God than the people of God, than the nation of Israel. You know, Jesus made a similar comparison in the Gospels in Matthew chapter 11. I'll just read it to you. Matthew chapter 11, verse 20. Then Jesus began to rebuke the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works which were done and you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven because Jesus lived there, you will be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, It would have remained until this day. But I say to you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. So Jesus has this message for the cities of Chorazin, Bethsaida and Capernaum, where the majority of his miracles took place and where Jesus actually lived in Capernaum and where he ministered, where he taught And yet seeing Jesus and seeing all the miracles and hearing all the teachings didn't change people's hearts. They didn't repent. And you think, man, if you were to see Jesus with your own eyes to be there in the Galilee and hear him teach, hear him give the Sermon on the Mount, see him heal people, cleanse lepers and multiply the bread. If you experienced all that, of course you would believe none of that changed their hearts. None of that changed their hearts. Just shows how hard hearted they were toward God. It wasn't because of a lack of evidence. It wasn't because of a lack of proof. The issue was their heart. The heart of man. And Jesus says, if these same miracles took place in Tyre or Sidon or in Sodom. Those pagan cities would have repented. If they would have seen the things that you've seen. And you don't repent. See, repentance is a a heart issue. It's not an evidence issue. 
It's not a proof issue. It's a heart issue. We tend to think of someone believing the gospel. The Bible talks about someone obeying the gospel. Submitting to what it says. Coming under it. Obeying it. Obedience. That's a heart issue. It's a heart issue. Uh, And for the people in Jesus' day, and for the people in Ezekiel's day, it was a heart issue. Other nations would receive. Foreign people would receive. You know, you go through the Gospels, you read through the Gospels, and and the leaders who were self-righteous and pious, they rejected Jesus Christ, but the common people received Him gladly. And it was sinners and tax collectors and prostitutes Who received him. But the religious people. Rejected him. It was a heart issue. It was a heart issue. And here in Ezekiel chapter 3. The the Lord says. You know I, I, I could send you to a foreign country. Where you don't speak the language. They don't speak your language. You don't understand them. They don't understand you. And they would be more likely to receive this message. Than the nation of Israel. That's how hard their hearts are. You'd have you'd have better fruit there among them than you're going to have among the nation of Israel because they're 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 just a a rebellious nation. They're not going to listen to you, God said, because they won't listen to me. They're impudent and they're hard hearted. Verse eight. Behold, I have made your face strong against their faces and your forehead strong against their foreheads. Like adamant stone, harder than flint, I have made your forehead. Do not be afraid of them, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they are a rebellious house. God equips those whom he calls. God equips those whom he calls for the ministry he calls them to. Someone with a difficult calling or to a difficult place has been equipped specifically for that calling. You know, we, we might look on at someone and what God has called them to, and we might think, oh, I, I, could, I could never do that. I could never go there and try to minister to those people. Well, you could if God called you to those people. Because if God calls you to those people, He's going to equip you with what you need to minister to those people. Uh, you know, there's a great documentary that just came out recently called uh, uh, Free Burma Rangers. Uh, you can buy it on Amazon and you can find it a couple other places online. But it's about this American family that God called to minister in war-torn countries like Burma and Iraq and Syria. And there, there are parts of this documentary that are just gut-wrenching to watch the things that they're in the middle of ministering Jesus Christ to people. But God equipped them for that calling. God equipped the entire family, uh, the Eubank family, for that calling to go to those places and minister there. Uh, God perfectly equipped them and their family for that calling. And you, like me, you'll sit and you'll watch. And if you watch it, you think, oh man, how... how How are they able to do this? How are they even able to be there? Well, God's equipped them. He hasn't equipped me for that. Uh, And so it, it, it seems impossible to me. But he called them, and so he equipped them. He asked. 
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan is teaching through the book of Ezekiel. The Israelites had a difficult time trusting God, especially when things didn't go their way. But despite their wavering faith, God's faithfulness never wavered. He even sent someone like Ezekiel to speak not only truth, but hope. God had something much greater for the Israelites, and He has something much greater for you, too. If today's message with Pastor Dan on Ring of Truth has touched you and you'd like to know more about how God can change your life, we'd love to talk with you. Please give us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. And we highly encourage you to find a church home that will help guide and support you in your growing faith. If you're ever in the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Each week, we gather together for a time of worship and Bible study. And we'd love to have you join us. You can visit our website at calvaryec.com to find directions, service times, and what you can expect when you join us. We want to say thank you for joining us today. Pastor Dan will have much more to share from the Bible when you tune in next time, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize